fashion insider friends. What is up? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast, where I cover all things fashion, style, shopping, style inspiration, and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better. Yes, I'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40. And I mean, way after 40. Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. Fashion insider besties, I don't know how your day can get any better. It's Holly, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know, like ever. So what is up? What's the haps? How's it going? This is episode 101. I hope you tuned in last week, which was my interview with Melissa Rivers. I'm just saying, I mean, if you haven't listened to it yet, or if you're new here, please go back and listen to the episode by which, by the way, was episode 100. And just so you know, Melissa is now a fashion insider bestie and a friend of the podcast. That is the best news ever. Amazeballs. We were so lucky to have her come chat with us, and she did promise that she would come back. I have it on video and audio that she did say that. I'm just saying. And if you haven't already, go pick up a copy of her latest book, Lies My Mother Told Me, which is totally hilarious and one of my favorites. And what a lovely gift it would make for this holiday season. I mean, I'm not wrong. So this week, episode 101, we are getting the 411 on high low fashion. What is it? How to pull it off? I'm going to start off by saying this is not my usual fashion over 40 tactic. It just happens to be for anyone, any age or budget. Most people can pull this off. However, this isn't as simple as one might think. There is a way to pull this off that looks very seamless and classic, not trendy or tacky. This is something that people started to do and then got creative and made how-to videos about how to do it. I will say that creating a high-low look is really broken down into a few buckets, okay? I like to say how to buy it and then how to style it. But for this episode, let's keep it real. I had to call in the big guns. My best gay, my personal stylist, my fairy gay mother, and our regular lady about town. What's up, Noli? Hello, how are you? I mean, what a pleasant surprise to have you. Episode 101. What's going on? Tell us all your tries and troubles, your tribulations. Last night was a very New York evening. Um, I had a fabulous dinner with a client, and then a friend of mine uh, introduced me to one of his best friends, and... She is a fabulous designer in a, an amazing line called La Detresse. And so they were launching their new uh, collection last night. And her partner is Alana Hadid, who's the older sister of Gigi and Bella. So, of course, I walk into the party and literally right in front of me is Alana and Bella Hadid, like taking photos. I'm like, oh, my God, of course. Why not? I mean, of course, they were like, Nolan, we've been waiting I'm for like you. Wearing, wearing shorts. I was not wearing Spanx. It was because <laughs> it, it was nine million fucking degrees out. So I'm like, of course, here I am not looking so chic. And these are the first people I bump into. But yeah, so I'll have to I'll have to send you a link to post about Letta Tress. Like the clothes are so fabulous. I mean, let's just all that matters. Am I gonna wear it or not? 
Uh, yeah, I have a feeling you're just going to end up having a problem with it, which just means you're going to love it. And then you're going to be like, I bet I want more. And I'm going to be like, moderation. That, that's okay. I'll talk to my therapist about it. Okay. Nolan, I know that this is your jam. High, low fashion. It is. People want to know. Explain it and then give us an overview for someone who's not familiar. Let's start there. Not everybody has the budget to be, you know, head to toe, high end all the time. Totally fine. But you can look like you are. And if I had a nickel for every time I saw someone walking down the street, destroying high low by putting their money in the wrong things, I could buy an apartment in cash. (laughs) It is painful to watch. Give us an example. For me, I always believe the first things you should invest your money in are the things you're going to wear every day. For me, I can justify almost any amount of money on a handbag, a pair of shoes, or jewelry because you wear it every day. It's, for me, the first thing I look at when I see somebody. I'm like, okay, what's the bag? Like, What's the shoe like? What's their taste like? Because if you are wearing a $4,000 handbag with a dress from Zara, it can look very expensive. It's very difficult the other way around. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a handful of occasions I've seen someone wearing a very expensive dress with sh- like cheap shoes and a cheap bag look expensive. It just doesn't really happen all that often. That's what it is. So tell us high, low, gone wrong. I mean, walking down the street, seeing someone in, in a Jacquemus dress with the horrible plexi H&M sandals. <laughs> what are you doing? Why would you do this? Now Mm -hmm. your whole outfit looks cheap. And the only reason I know that dress is expensive is because I'm three feet behind you and can see the fabric. Right. (laughs) But everybody else walking down the street is going to say, oh, she looks cheap. Is what it is. So I go down the list of priorities. When it comes to actual articles of clothing, there are things I invest in, which for men, a pair of black dress pants, I don't buy super cheap black dress pants. Mine, I mean, they're not crazy expensive, but mine are from Theory and they're the best pants I've ever bought. And I mean, they were like four or $500. They were not cheap because I had to have them tailored and everything, but best thing I've ever bought. My other vice when it comes to high-low are jackets and blazers. You know that. What about for women though? Can women get away with a less expensive blazer? I think they can. Uh, I think it's situational. I think if you're going to prioritize, blazer should be the first article of clothing. Because for me, I have worn on I mean, most of the winter, I wear Uniqlo turtlenecks that are like $19, but I wear it under a Balmain jacket or a Dior jacket or an amazing, amazing blazer. And it looks like a million dollars, you know, because no one can really tell the difference looking directly at it between a Uniqlo turtleneck and one from Fendi, unless it has a logo, in right. which case you probably aren't really concerned about high-low anyway. The same thing with jeans. I have jeans from Frame, which I love and adore, and I wear a lot of Frame pants. But my favorite pair of jeans are from Uniqlo, which is kind of hilarious. But I wear those jeans with, you know, I wore them last night or two nights ago with a shirt from Jonathan Cohen, which, you know, is beautiful silk that he made. And that shirt was not inexpensive, but the pants were, I don't know, $18 or something. So it's all about like putting your money in the pieces that look expensive. I mean, for me, the first thing, of course, I spend money on is jewelry because I wear it every day. Like my watch, I don't really care. I will spend whatever I want and whatever I can on a nice watch, on a nice handbag, on something that I'm going to use all the time versus 
things I'm not going to wear all the time. Now it's going to look like I'm a liar and I'm a hypocrite, but I promise I'm not because I, you know, work in fashion and live in New York. I have the opportunity to buy things much cheaper than most people do. So of course I do still have my, you know, Balenciaga Eiffel Tower, Swarovski crystal jacket. And I do not wear that every day, (laughs) but instead of, you know, I got it 90% off. Right. But for the average person in the rest of the country where they don't have access to sample sales or employee sales and all of that, put your money in the things that are going to be worn every day. So a black blazer, a trench coat. If you live somewhere cold, buy an expensive winter coat. That is my biggest pet peeve is people who don't have a decent fucking coat. I can't stand it. I have more coats and I live two places, but for people who live in the Northwest, I mean, your coats should be banging. I mean, you should have three closets of clothes. I- I'm just saying, like, the coats should be expensive to me. You're brutal to me about the coat thing. Because you have a lot of coats. You are from Maine. Hello. So you are from a cold climate. So you're used to being in outerwear. I understand when you go from your heated garage, you know, to your car, it's not that big of a deal. But I think that everyone in experiencing cold weather should invest in a casual winter coat. And I've lectured this about this before we did a, we, you and I would did an episode on how to buy a winter coat and a dress coat, but a lot of people don't do that. So I think that is a huge, a huge misconception that people can get away with a cheap coat. Would you agree? Well, and I think when it comes to a winter coat, also cheap coats seriously never are as warm. Never. They just aren't. And do I think a Canada goose jacket is a little douchey? Yes. <laughs> do I still have one? Also, yes. Because that <laughs> is the warmest garment I have ever put on my body. It is worth every penny. Right. And you wear it. It's, I always tell people about the CPW, the cost per wear. So if you buy a triple fat goose, right, and it's $2,000, you're going to wear that coat for 10 years. It's not going to go out of style. But if you buy a cheap coat from Costco, which I know several people who have done that, which makes me want to do really bad things, it doesn't last. And I know your shit is from a big box bargain store. I know it. Don't skimp on that. Those are the things that you don't skimp on, I think. Well, and it doesn't mean buying a Canada Goose or a Montclair. I mean, it's fine. Columbia makes amazing ones, makes amazing ones, but don't cheap out on one. No, do not cheap out on one. Okay, Nolan. So let's talk about the parameters of what you think, like the dollar amount of what you think high and low is. I say Low is anything $150 or less, and high is anything above that. Do you agree or disagree? I think there's a me, there's a midland in there somewhere because, like, I also don't, would never buy a blazer that's like $250 at retail. I would never do it because the quality is almost never, well, never is a strong word. I would, it's very unlikely that I would because I don't super believe in a ton of contemporary brands that be at the mass market. So there are contemporary brands that I love, but they're smaller and less well-known and they mm-hmm. have a quality. But the contemporary brands they see at Bloomingdale's, whatever, I very rarely buy them at full price because the quality is just not there. I love Sandro. I love Maj. 
I love All Saints. God, I love All Saints. I would never buy it at retail, ever. Because it's contemporary and you can get it cheaper? Is that why? Well, because I don't think the quality necessarily always matches the price. Ah. A sweater uh, is $400 or $500, so I think they're worth it. Not even a chance. If it's $200, okay. But then what I say, should you spend $200 in a sweater when you could put, even if it's on sale, when you could be putting it towards, you know, an amazing, amazing jacket that you can get for $800? No, I would say take the money and put it towards the jacket. I think that's really hard, don't you? For people who aren't used to shopping and they're not quite sure where to put their money, don't you think that could be confusing to people? I think so. But I think, you know, and high-low means different things to different people, right? But I mean, if you're going to, if you're a woman and looking for an amazing blazer, buy a Veronica Beard blazer. It's a really, really great, still not inexpensive, but not Balmain or anything like that. Go to Theory, go to, you know, Theory is one of the, one of the like contemporary brands that I do swear by. I still only buy it on sale, but the quality is fantastic. What about Ellie Tahari? I don't consider that high or even contemporary, to be honest with you, because it is very rarely full price anywhere. Got it. So if a if a brand like Ellie Tahari and like Donna Karen is Donna Karen, but there's DKNY and there's lesser expensive brands, can you explain those tiers? Well, I mean, a lot of designers, it's kind of a balance, right? Because a lot of designers, my favorite example is Michael Kors. Michael Kors has Michael Kors collection, which uses exquisite fabrics, beautiful pieces. The tailoring is phenomenal. Then he has Michael Michael Kors, is what most people think is Michael Kors, which is the stuff that they have at TJ Maxx, the stuff that they have at Macy. It makes it far more affordable. And that's where all of his money has come from. It's from the mass market. But it makes his full line far less desirable because the majority of people who can afford to spend three, five, seven thousand dollars on an outfit from Michael Kors collection, a lot of them are going to say, well, when I say it's Michael Kors, most people are going to think that I bought it at you know Macy's. So why would I spend seven thousand dollars on a coat from him when he also sells coats for two hundred? But he also shows at Fashion Week. Yes, he does, and that's Michael Kors collection. So don't you think that's? Con- I think it's confusing to people. I think to the mass market, it's great because it makes it look more expensive than it is. But I think to the people buying in the luxury market, it's offensive. You think it's offensive? <laughs> no, which is why Mark Jacobs consolidated. You know, he had Mark Jacobs and he had Mark by Mark Jacobs. He discontinued Mark by Mark and brought the price point on Mark Jacobs down slightly. Ah, so I see. All one line. I see. Because his his full line wasn't doing well because why would someone pay? It, mind you, Mark by Mark Jacobs, the quality was much better than Michael Michael Kors. I mean, it was substantially better, but not the point. So let, let's talk about bags for a second. We all know it's not a secret that when we met, I had a Henry Bendel bag, which I thought was high end. I mean, this was 10 years ago. I, I thought it was high end because no one had one. They had a store in Lenox Mall and it was styles I'd never seen before. And they were in the three to $500 range. So I thought that was high end. When you met me, after you bitch slapped me and you're like, bitch, girl, no, I then I understood that it really wasn't high end, even though it was made of real leather and I really liked it. So can you talk about the Michael Kors bag and other bags that might be perceived as high end that really aren't? Because I think that is confusing, too. Well, 
Let me figure out how to say this. You're not going to hurt my feelings. It's, it's out there. It's not that serious. We're past it. High end is relative to most people, right? It depends on what your budget is, where you live, all of it, what your priorities in life are. Because I know people who, I, I know someone who works for a hedge fund and is one of the most successful people that I know who does not invest in fashion at all. How are you friends with that person? I've known them since I was, what, 11 years old? <laughs> Listen, and she's a you know, brilliant person. So I mean, all the power to them. High end is relative. And it also depends on your budget, right? If you are making half a million dollars a year, you could afford to buy a Dior jacket. You can afford to buy a Valentino bag. You can afford to buy almost anything. However, if that's not your case, if you're you know, a normal person, three to $500 for a bag is high end, but you have to know where to put it right? The reason I gave you such shit was you were wearing a Cavalli dress, which was clearly more than the handbag. And not only just Gucci shoes, but a very, very, very expensive pair of Gucci shoes. I was doing high. I thought I was all high end, but I guess I wasn't clearly. So I'm like, why would you spend more money on a dress than you would on a handbag? For me, I always prioritize a bag first because you wear a bag more than you wear pairs of shoes. Right. So that's why I was like, hey, and when it comes to like, even Michael Kors bags, the quality is not there. They're made at mass market. And that's why I think I, we, I think it, we did a bag episode a long time ago. I did a bag episode with you. There are so many contemporary bag brands where the bags are phenomenally made and they're the same price. I agree. I think what's in the mall is what people see the most. And so if a bag is $500, like, oh, it must be high end and it's a Michael Kors bag. And we're like, bitch, no, girl, no. It's very tough because you want them. I want to encourage people to go, you know, do the high-low thing and invest in yourself, but know where to put the money. You have to know what to spend it on. And just spending $500 in a bag for high, you know, to do a high-low moment doesn't necessarily mean you're doing it right. Let's give an example of how someone could do it correctly. Do what I do. Buy Uniqlo t-shirts. They're fantastic. There's no reason to spend $85 on a t-shirt. I agree with you. I mean, I do buy Theory and Vince t-shirts, but I buy them at the sample sale and they're $25. Right. So the basics are really where even jeans, which people think are basics, are not basics. Would you agree? I think that if you have a really tough to fit body type, which I I do in some ways, I understand why some people invest in jeans and are super, super into it. But for me, I found Uniqlo jeans that fit phenomenally. They feel great. They last well. Why would I spend $350 on a pair of jeans? Mind you, I do still buy frame pants, but I buy most of them at the sample sale. So I don't think that quite counts. I think that if you buy your basics, like you said, you love Uniqlo, you have your Aquaman turtleneck, which we've talked about before. You have other basics from there. What about like, because since you're such a scarf whore for the winter, what about your scarves? You kind of, those, all your scarves are really high end. The majority, yes. But you have rocked a scarf from Uniqlo. Let's be honest. Have some from Uniqlo, basic ones where you can't really, you know, tell or feel the difference. But I do have Hermes, Liberty of London, a lot of Burberry, Acme Studios. I do like a nice scarf. Again, I invest in accessories. That's where I put my money. Let's talk about for a second. We know that the bag is is subjective. You know, jeans for me are very high end because I have an ass you have window a, to the wall. So well, you have a tough, you have a tough body to fit for jeans. You know? I have to but, pay for the fabric at Le Jean, Le, uh, 
how do you say it right? Lejeune. With, with, with Lejeune. I mean, well, you love Lejeune. You love frame. And mother jeans are great. And those are very expensive jeans because, again, I got a lot of ass to cover. So if you can get away with Uniqlo jeans, great. And they look good on you, fine. It's just I know what I like to do with high, low. My T-shirts that sometimes I like to wear a logo T-shirt and I like to wear vintage T-shirts. And the real authentic vintage T-shirts are not cheap. Can you speak to that, Nolan? I know you don't buy a ton of vintage, but you know you're familiar with the vintage T-shirts. You don't want to know my opinions on this. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it is so fucking stupid. And the people, like, what goes around comes around. Because I love vintage. I don't love that shit. Uh-uh. You want to <laughs> okay. spend money on a vintage Valentino couture gown? You want to spend money on a vintage Chanel bag? Vintage jewelry, fabulous. People with taste do that. You want to spend money on a vintage Rolling Stones t-shirt that you're never going to wear and put and collect because you're a collector? Fine. But if you're some downtown New York girl and you have mommy and daddy's credit card and you go and you spend $600 on a fucking vintage band t-shirt at what goes around comes around, I'm going to take my menu and I'm going to beat you with it. <laughs> your your Cipriani menu is which menu? Cipriani menu and I'm going to beat you around. <laughs> with it because you're probably at the next table with your boyfriend who's triple your age. So I'm going to take your menu and I'm going to beat you about the face with it because you deserve it. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about people like me, you, you know, where I like to be a little bit more rock and roll. And I saw Steve might or might not have seen a Stevie Nicks t vintage t-shirt on Etsy and it was like $165 and I didn't buy it, but I thought it was really cool. And I'm thinking about buying it. Am I is in it a different really category or am I going to get beat with a Cipriani menu? You're in a different category because I scold you because you're in a place in your life where you should never really be wearing low. This is not the subject of the conversation. We're talking about high low. But you just said me. You're I, a that different was just about, you I know. You're in a different stage. It's different for an average person, unless it really brings you a ton of joy. If it's a one-time thing, like you're a huge Stevie Nicks fan and you're going to wear this a lot, and you're going to make it cool and wear it with jeans and a blazer or whatever, go for it. But if you're an average person and it's like, oh, this is really cool. No, like, no one can, I can't tell the difference. And I work in fashion. I can't tell the difference walking down the street of a, of a, a, a shitty, a, a, a horrible fitting t-shirt. Don't even get me started. But the most flattering t-shirt, I mean, I own ATM. I own Theory. I love ATM. I think I have a Brunello t-shirt somewhere. I'm wearing a Frame t-shirt right now, which I love. Frame does do phenomenal t-shirts. I will say that. But my favorite t-shirts are the Uniqlo Pima Cotton V-neck. They're like $19. They are the best. They fit phenomenally. The cotton is amazing. And they're 20 bucks. Spend your money on the shoes you're wearing. Wear your, you know, band t-shirt you find at a, go to a fucking Goodwill. You probably find the same t-shirt. What you're paying for, buy that from a seller, is you're paying for them to go out, find it, and, you know, buy it for you. That's what you're paying them for. Nolan, first of all, fuck off because I want to buy that Stevie Nicks t-shirt. So whatever. Okay, so you can be buy it. Listen, you can wear it with fabulous leather pants and an amazing like a Versace blazer. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like really cool. I saw that. I was like, ooh, I should get that. But Nolan and I have a rule that I'm not allowed to buy anything over $200 without permission. But if it's under $200, I can buy it. 
but that should very rarely happen because with you, because especially listen, you live, you know, in between two very fabulous places, you're in fashion, you shouldn't necessarily be buying low. Oh, and let's talk about my biggest pet peeve of high low, biggest. And it is something people do all the time. And it's, there was a woman, I will never forget it, who was actually on a television show with one of my clients who did a closet tour. And this woman lives in a palatial, like 15,000 square foot house. They have private planes, they have everything, right? And she's doing a tour of her closet and she has pink crocodile Birkins and a pink floor length Tom Ford mink and all, I mean, just excess beyond. And exquisite taste, actually. I'll be honest, I don't like the woman because every time I've had a conversation with her, I've wanted to pull my own eyes out because it's just like (laughs) a wall. It's like, it's just, she's not an intelligent person. So it's really quite painful. Also, her husband's super racist. So like, there's that, but not the point. <laughs> she came here talking about her mink coat. And she goes, oh, and then I have this, one of my favorite skirts is from Zara and she shows it. And I'm like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> and here's why. If you have the resource, you should never be wearing low because it is, it's not about being frivolous or being high end. It's a respect for the entire world thing. Fast fashion and cheap fashion contribute so much to the climate crisis, to slave labor and child labor and all of these horrible, horrible things in the world. If you can afford not to participate in that, you should never participate in that. I definitely agree with you. I was listening to another podcast where they were talking about, you know, buy this from Amazon and go to Zara and buy that. I'm like, really? That's not good advice. (laughs) I mean, listen, if it's not in your budget to buy higher end, fine. There's no shame in it. And also, listen, I own two pieces from Zara. I'm not proud of it. One I bought in a last minute thing because I literally was running to a party and I needed something to put on my body. The other was there was a sequin turtleneck that I wanted from Prada, but it was like $4,000. So that was not happening. And I saw one (laughs) in the window. I was like, that'll work. (laughs) But if you can afford not to participate in that, even if like, listen, I'm not, some people have a thing about buying vintage and buying used clothes. So I'm not going to tell everybody to go thrifting and buy at resale shops and consignment shops, but that's how I, that's what I believe in. I do too. I love that. You love a vintage moment. You've got much more into vintage in the past two years. Like you've that fabulous St. Laurent dress. You've got some fabulous pieces. And you've also found like a, you got like a McQueen blazer for like 150 bucks one time. You got it for me. You've got amazing, amazing pieces. You can find for something you're going to pay, you know, $200 for at Macy's, you can go to a resale shop and find something that's an $800 jacket for $200. Mind you, if you're not into that or you don't have the time to hunt or whatever, I totally understand. But I believe in that above all else, because I just don't believe that anybody, if you can't afford not to shop fast fashion, you shouldn't be shopping fast fashion. So like, I find nothing more offensive than someone who is wearing, you know, another woman on Instagram who has fabulous taste. I mean, she's crocodile this and Chanel that and Harry Winston jewels with fucking old Navy pants. No, no. She makes it look expensive. Good for her. But I'm like, but you're contributing to child labor in foreign countries. And so I hope you can, I hope you feel good about that. When I work with people and I clean out closets and they wear old Navy, I'm on the ceiling. That is my one no, no. For me, it's that it's old Navy. It's that it's fast fashion. It could be H&M. It could be Zara. It could be whatever. I don't support that because, and listen, H Uniqlo is, it is fast fashion, but <laughs> Listen, my excuse is like I, you know, in years past when I couldn't afford to shop the way that I do now, I wore H&M, I've worn Zara and I wore through it. The quality just doesn't last. I have not worn through a single piece I've ever bought from Uniqlo. 
I used to wear the shit out of H&M. God, I loved H&M. But like Uniqlo for the price point, it's much, much, the fabrics are just much better. They last better. So I'm buying less. I do, you know, I have my Uniqlo turtlenecks that I buy 12 of and I wear them, you know, for years and years and years and years and years. No one is obsessed with turtlenecks, especially sequin ones. I do also have turtlenecks from Fendi. So I'm an equal opportunity turtleneck wearer. (laughs) Nolan, we have to wrap it up. I know you could yell at me for a lot longer, but I want to say RIP to Henry Bindle because I fucking loved Henry Bindle. They did jewelry like nobody else. I know they were in business for 150 years and they just tanked. No, you know why they tanked? They used to be a department store with their own private label. They used to have other brands and then they decided not to carry any other brands anymore and no one went there ever again. God, I fucking love them. I have gloves from them. I have a scarf from them. I had a piece of luggage. I had, I just loved them. Anyway, RIP Henry Bendel. There is going to be some suggestions of how to style high-low items on my Pinterest board this week so you can check out my pinterest board and then maybe nolan will send me some photos of some of his favorite i don't need you to send me any high things we know what you like that are high end but maybe some moderate to low end pieces that you approve of things from uniqlo and some vintage things that maybe that you like you can send me some pictures i will be putting that on my pinterest board noli any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to yell at me about No, I think that's it for today. (laughs) We're going to be reunited tomorrow. Me and Nolan, we haven't seen each other in a while. We're all going out. Um, He's going to tell me what to wear. I don't know what I'm going to wear tomorrow, but I think I'm going to do a high-low moment in honor of this week's episode. What do you think? I plead the fifth. (laughs) I think I'm going to do that. And then Nolan's going to tell me because I think I want to wear my kite shirt that I love so much. I love you. You don't own any low anymore. And I, yes, did I that do. Shut up. Yes, I do. That is not. Don't say that. Yes, I do. I own plenty of low. I've got these. Look at this blouse right here. God damn it, Nolan. Equipment. I have owned a ton of that. That's not low. That's contemporary. See, that's again, high low is high low is relative. I know, but I got it at a sample sale. Exactly. Exactly. But that I see. I still don't call that low because it's a piece of high quality. The silk on an equipment blouse is fabulous. And that will last you forever. I love this fringe shirt that you got me that with the sleeves. I still haven't worn it. This is Galvin London. Oh, yeah. That's really not low at all. That's quite expensive. Actually. I know, that's but like we a- got you got a great deal on that top. I did. I got it for less than 100 bucks. Yeah, you got a great deal. See, and no one's buying me shit all the time. I mean, he's buying shit for as much. So you can buy high end for great prices. Exactly. That's the thing. But you're buying high at low prices. That's different to me. That, to me, it is a high low kind of, but like. I don't advertise when I do that to people other than my friends because unfortunately that's not the reality for most of the country, right? The thrifting in New York City, the resale in New York City is the best in the entire world. It is, it is. So I might have the opportunity to buy my the Fendi runway ombre cashmere turtleneck of my dreams that I wanted when I was chunky and poor. <laughs> I now bought it for $42 because my favorite thrift store hat. Okay. Have that opportunity, but everybody else doesn't. So I don't like to tell people about that because it makes them feel bad. Okay. Well, you just announced it to the world and all of the fashion insider besties. So thank you for being vulnerable with us, Nolan. Thank you for dropping some knowledge. 
I hope um, all of the fashion insiders, I'm sure you're more confused than ever now, but that's okay. We're going to work it out. I'm going to do a Pinterest board. No one's going to send me some pics. I'm going to take some pictures of some things that I got on sample sales. I got it sample sales and, you know, we're going to work it out. This has been really great. I've enjoyed having Nolan back because he fit us in his schedule. It is very early in the morning. And so we appreciate your time. Thank you. Oh, generous fashion guru. We love you, Nolan. Um, can't wait to see you Saturday night. This has been the Fashion Crimes Podcast. Please make sure you go to the Fashion Crimes Podcast website. Drop your email information into the pop-up box so you can get all of this free fashion content and arguments from me and Nolan every single week in your inbox. Again, you're welcome. My name is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist. And as always, the hostess with the mostest, the best friend you never knew you needed in fashion. And damn it, the only Holly you need to know. And we are out.